Listeners, it's me, Alex, starting the new non-gendered opening. How'd you like it? That was pretty good. All right, good. Uh, that voice you probably recognize as the guy that's on most episodes, Eric. Hello. Hi. Eric Arneson. I yeah, should say. That, that's there, me. That's yes. Me. There's multiple Erics. Yeah. Unfortunately. Are there? Yeah, I mean, well, Eric Millar has been on the show. Oh, yeah. I, I often wonder, you know, uh, if maybe Eric Millar and I are the same person. Yeah, well, there's the problem with his, the, the last letter in his name has this weird upward stroke before it, it, making it like a... No, you got that backwards. Oh, yeah, you're the one with the K. Yeah. 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 Nice try, though. Yeah, I, I did try. <laughs> I was trying to say that the other way, and it just came out wrong. As I was telling you, um, it's been really busy at my day job, Yeah. and my brain is fucking mush. Like, I have so little to offer, but... I have we have a fun idea for the show, and I needed you to come on to talk about it. But it's going to be a surprise. It's going to be later. Okay. So let's chat okay. a little bit first. We're going to chat. We're going to talk about some stuff. Okay. And uh, here's what I want to start off with: big questions. All right. Well, it's not that big of a question, but so. Okay. I've been asked. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop saying okay. Yes, I've been asked multiple times over the years, and I usually just say, "Well, Google it yourself, or uh, put black tourmaline around your house and use sage." What? To you, for and I'm talking for casuals, like mm-hmm. for the new beginner <clears throat> that would ask the host of the Alex Cast what they should do about protection when they're entering into their kind of when they're starting on the path, or even uh-huh. you know intermediary, you know intermediate people. What's what's your kind of uh, what's your thoughts on kind of protection and what you need, or even if you need it at all, uh, or something in that genre? I know that's a yeah. broad that's a broad topic. It so, is a broad yeah. topic. I yeah. think that there's a couple different things, uh, sort of depending on what kind of path you're embarking on. Um, first of all, if you are doing um, some sort of path that involves a lot of ritual, then you probably already have some kind of like banishing thing going on, and you should be doing that regularly. Yeah. And if you're doing that regularly, I'm not sure what other protection you really need. Uh, I think a lot of people get like paranoid and think that they're under like attack from spirits and psychic powers and all that kind of crap, but it, I think usually that's not actually the case. Um, but for other protection, you know, we've, uh, I think we've talked about this before, but I, um, I really like the protection amulet out of uh, Secrets of Solomon. Uh, you, you have one, and I have one. Oh, yeah, when we did so, the yeah. uh, Hunts and yeah. summoning, you made so that. Yeah. So, and I, may, I have a, an amulet that I make off of that. There's a sigil in Secrets of Solomon that's really easy to use, and I just have, like, an adaptation of it where I make a little packet that has uh, that sigil customized for the individual with a piece of bloodstone um, in a in a bag, and I seal it all with wax and stuff. And it, you know, I I make a little ritual out of it, but it doesn't have to be super fancy. Yeah. Um, and Is I, that your everyday carry to use gun parlance? Because I'm such a gun nut. <laughs> who's gun horlance? What's a gun horlance? What? What? Oh, gun parlance. Yes. <laughs> that I didn't mispronounce. That was on you. <laughs> I I totally. I just wasn't. I didn't hear it clearly. Um, yeah. We'll we'll blame the audio equipment. 
hey, you know, this shit is this is top this of is, the line 10 years ago. <laughs> Alex audio shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is my everyday carry. Uh, but I also sometimes will carry black tourmaline um, or other things. Uh, if you're into other types of magic, a lot of times there are sigils that or protective amulets that sort of come with those types of magic. Uh, otherwise, in, in general, occult stuff, like if you're just doing, I, I would say regular banishing is the best thing for keeping a healthy um, spiritual uh, thing around yeah. you, you know, you know. Aura? Yeah, aura. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was concerned about using that word too because yeah, I was, was going to fill like, in what? right there. But like, no, that aura is kind of yeah. What feels the least? Yeah, to keep weird. your kind of metaphysical space clean. So regular exactly. banishings, and then uh, so the person that I was talking to is looking for, and I think you've already answered it. You know, kind of your everyday carry little satchel, but the because he's kind of a uh, I don't really know what is. I don't think he has a specific course i think he's more like a i'm into weird shit Mm -hmm. almost metaphysical sort of uh occult kind of thing and uh, i'm glad you said tourmaline because that was my first thought of like i'll just put some of that on you that's that should be fine yeah uh i think that the other things you could do um you could come up with a simple ritual that you could perform anywhere that might be helpful yeah um there's always like that sort of sphere of white light sort of thing that you get taught in some traditions that works pretty well. Um, and uh, I guess like if you're working with Solomonic magic or spirit-based magic, you can have a, a helper spirit or something of that nature that helps yeah. out. But but yeah, I think you can keep it pretty simple. I think you can just sort of stick with um, kind of like whatever the crystal people do. Yeah. Which I think is like black tourmaline, right? That's what I know. That's what I hid around my house to keep it all nice and clean. But I, you know, I read about that a bunch of years ago. So I don't even remember the specifics of it. I just went, oh, hide black tourmaline, done, and done. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, it gets recommended to me all the time. Yeah. So. Now, do you, so here's the, I mean, I guess the better question is, do you think it's necessary? Or do we know, wait, wait, let me, don't answer that. I mean, you can answer that second, but I think that here's the better question. I think people are concerned that you hear the phrase, something is attached to me, or, you know, this kind of bad. Do you think that the the ritual that we're doing, where you said, like, develop a little ritual or doing, like, the uh, LB, what, lesser banish, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the LBRP. LBRP, thank you. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I literally started to say LGBT. Yes, I, I'm like, oh, no, my brain is broken. Um, do you think we're banishing a thing, or is it a grounding exercise in psychology? I think when people talk about things being attached to them, they sound like Scientologists. Yes. Uh, I don't it's think... It's yeah. yeah. I don't think that there are things running around getting attached to you. Sometimes, as human beings, uh, we get a little fucked up in the head and we need to work on stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean you've got demons attached to you. It means that you've got a psychological profile just like everybody else that sometimes need, needs a little bit of cleaning and dusting off and... You know, that sort of thing. Um, I I honestly don't think that that stuff like psychic, psychic attack or spiritual attack or entity attack is as common as people fear. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I also have a fairly well-maintained ritual space and I do a lot of banishings and all that kind of stuff. So it could be that I'm just not subject to it. But uh, yeah, I guess I, it's not something that I can say that I've noticed a lot. But then again, I also have friends who are 
you know, mediums and people who claim to see spirits and stuff. And sometimes they'll see things attached to people. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I don't know how, I don't know how that necessarily translates into other levels of reality. Like, I don't know if they, if what they're seeing is metaphorical or imaginal or, or spiritual or, or what it is. And I don't know that they always know either. So, man, that, yeah, I, I mean, I could ramble on about this for a long time, mainly coming to the conclusion that like, unless you are spiritually active and doing a lot of ritual and doing stuff that is going to require you to have uh, protection, I don't think that most people really need it. Yeah. So for, for your practice, you know, you do a lot of banishments for your personal altar. What do you think you're banishing? I don't, um, I don't mean that's under a little tacky. I meant that oh, like yeah, yeah. in in to your vantage point, what are you doing? Not what do you think you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just sort of think of it as uh, kind of cleaning up. You know, it's yeah. sort of like uh, before you cook, you make sure your kitchen is clean, right? So uh, I sort of think of it as making sure that the space is sort of clear and that there are no like leftover influences or leftover bits of previous ritual or leftover stuff just sort of hanging out it's sort of a you know from a psychological standpoint it forms a a line that i cross between like the ordinary world and the ritual world totally um and i think that from a ritual standpoint it just makes sure that when i am starting i have a clean slate to work with yeah so i don't know necessarily that i'm ever banishing anything as much as i am kind of like cleaning and ordering stuff you know it's tidying up yeah no, I understand. I understand that from a well, one actually from a, a practicing perspective. I, I was that way when I don't do a lot of actual ritual or really a lot of spiritual work lately. But um, in in my bedroom, I converted the closet into an altar space, and I did mm-hmm. all my ritual in there. And I like the confined space. I like that it's you know because I'm in a kind of small apartment, so it's there's not a lot of space to like turn something into an area. And I like that. And I always did like it. And I especially liked saging it afterwards because it filled the room with it and it felt mm-hmm. like oh everything in here is fucking gone like this is a fresh start every time and yeah. it was really nice but from a uh, a writer perspective i have a very similar like approach to when starting new projects where even if like so when uh i was finishing i think periphery is a better example when i was finishing periphery like the last bits of it it was still i was kind of in the publishing side of things it's already mm-hmm. been written it was done but i was hesitant to start another project like in the same way, it's almost like I needed to kind of to just to use the word to banish the first one for like I needed like a, a clean, fresh start. So that kind of the influence of that previous work wasn't there, that it wasn't like that. It wasn't just writing more of it. And it's kind of that same ritual thing of like, so you're not doing ritual to the previous. The, you're not, conf- you know, you're not yeah influenced by the previous ritual when you're trying to start a fresh one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I understand that. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I think that's the same thing. Yeah. But I tend to relate everything to writing. It's almost like I've got some kind of cognitive bias towards it. Well, you know, more and more I've been viewing sort of like ritual and um, and magic stuff as a creative act. You know, it's it's basically yeah. like it's basically like performance art for yourself a lot of the times, and uh, and in that sense, it has a lot um, in common with writing. Yeah. So of course, when you're starting a project now, like you know, I'm going to do ritual, and nobody else is ever going to see it hopefully, except maybe like my neighbor who's spying on me or something. But um, Well, I've got that Nest cam in that room. Yeah, yeah, yeah aside from that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so it's still like a, a an act of uh, 
creative work. And so, yeah, I think it makes, I think it's, it's more than parallel. I think it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I, I tend to think that way as well, but I hesitate to say it just because people are going to think I'm like some kind of, no, you're really just like Grant Morrison. You're it's like, I'm shut your face. Other people can have the same thought. I yeah, hate that I mean, when someone said something yeah. before you, all of a sudden you're, you're like, uh, you know, citing them. It's like, no, we can all come up with this. Yeah. We read the same books. It's not that hard to come up with like, you know, like, <laughs> like a book is a hyper sigil. Wow. Let me pick up my fucking job off the floor. I can't believe you came up with that incredibly obvious thing. <laughs> I think what you're trying to say is that every podcast is just bad commentary on Plato. Uh, yeah, except I majored in poetry and Plato's Republic told me to fuck off. So <laughs> screw that guy. <laughs> So so crates up your work and hit the (laughs) hit the hay. I don't know what that means. As I said, I'm really tired. Uh, I'm not that tired. My brain just doesn't work. Um, Wait, I had I had an idea. Writing thing. What we're talking about? Writing ritual. Cleaning stuff. What the fuck was I going to leave with that? Banishing with Windex. Yeah, banishing Windex would be. Yeah, you know, just sort of spray your area. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> actually, it kind of would be effective. I, I suppose if that's actually a fun idea of putting, you know, cleansing like herbs in an aerosol bottle. Uh, yeah, and I think people do that. But yeah. even, but, you know, I mean, now that we have like chemical cleaners all the time, like maybe even using uh, chemical cleaners in a in a protective amulet might work. I mean, keep a Tide Pod in your pocket. Yeah. It's symbolic of cleaning. Yeah, it's a little vial of bleach. Take that, chaos yeah. magicians. Yeah. I bet you, I, you know, I would wager that there's a chaos magi- magician out there that has a little vial of bleach around their neck. Well, or one that's like already uh, magically weaponized Tide Pods. Yeah. Actually, I kind of like the idea of a weaponized Tide <laughs> Like, I, I think that's kind of fun. I've only <laughs> met, so I've only met, um, I'm going to say Three magicians that have claimed to do um, attack magic, or what? You know, I don't know what you like the proper term. Oh is. yeah, yeah. I've... And it made me very uncomfortable being around them because, like, maybe just because I come from like the more like metaphysical hippy dippy side of this stuff. But I was like, well, that seems because also, I mean, here's my thing: is like if you talked about like how you beat a guy up, I'd be like, ew, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. make it any better that you're doing it magically. <laughs> that's actually, that's what I was going to interrupt you and talk oh, about. Sorry. The same th- no, I mean, I, I have the same feeling. Like people who are aggressive towards other people with, you know, curses or that sort of thing. Like how is that different than beating somebody up? It's yeah. still, it's still an act of violence. It's kind of despicable. Yeah, I think so. And, and there's a, so the the confirmation thing, this is something we talked about, I think, the first time you were on the show, is what would happen if we could have demonstrative proof that what we're doing actually works beyond a psychological level? You know, like how we all kind of struggle with, well, is this a psychological tool or is this an, you're actually influencing subjective or objective reality? And I think the battle magic kind of thing is a little too, it's a little too provable. Mm-hmm. Where if you're like, you know, I, I give you cancer, thinner, and then they get all thin from cancer. It's like, that's a one-to-one, that's like movie magic or, or, mm-hmm. or fiction magic. Not like, And there's a certain kind of, that just raises some some skeptical hackles. Uh, yeah, uh, but also like, man, that's evil. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was hanging out, I was, uh, I'm not going to name it, but I was, at, I, I was at a gathering and I met a, a, somebody that claimed to be a bruja. Mm-hmm. 
uh, what's the Bruja? I don't care. Um, and he was talking about uh, the you know attack magic, and I was you know cursing these people, and I was mm-hmm. like visibly nervous. And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I won't curse you." And I'm like, I, that, "That's not what I was worried about." Like in the same way, like if some like big jock guy talked about like beating up a nerd, it's like, yeah. The, the look you're picking up on my face is not, oh, I'm worried you're going to beat me up. It's, you're an asshole at about a yeah. party with you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, just, it's more like, yeah. it's more like you're, oh, you're one of those types of people. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same type of people that would be like, well, the guy deserved it. You know, like there's people that like, like attract drama to themselves just so they can be a dick about things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was at a, um, a, a Jewish mysticism class earlier this week and a question kind of like that came up because we were t- discussing sort of, um, uh, ethics and some of the sort of ethical teachings and some of the Jewish mystical stuff. And somebody there was like, you know, we were talking about sort of like the, you know, doing right actions or making right actions. And one of the pe- people there kept bringing up all of those, uh, you know, when you talk about ethics, there's always like the extreme cases. So, so they were like, well, what if there's somebody with a missile launcher and they're about to shoot it at a bus full of kids and I, and I kill them instead and I kill the missile launcher person. Did I do a bad thing? Oh yeah, what's the the, the the train track thing? Is that oh yeah, the or like the train track example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this one, you know, we you know somebody else there was like, well, it doesn't matter if that was a good thing or a bad thing. You're a killer now, and everybody knows you're a killer. Yeah, people are going to think of you as a killer, and that's who you are now. Um, and it's sort of true, right? Like if you do attack magic, like I don't necessarily. If you tell me about it, I'm not going to think, oh, you're doing attack magic on me. Like that's. Yeah, you're 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 already the kind of person who does attack magic. And also, I feel like those are the type of people that like psychologically should be doing magic. Like, there's yeah. I know. mean, I don't know. I guess it. You know. Well, I mean, like I'm saying that as someone. This is one of those like, uh, well, I've got this disease, so I'm allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. This is literally what I'm going to say is, I don't get too deep into magic because I still have depression issues, and I feel like that's like, oh. There's a there's a length you can go as a magician, mm-hmm. and if you still have like depression issues, and and I truly believe my shit's like you know physiological, but like I think you can hurt yourself real bad if you go further than that. And it, and yeah. I would I would make kind of the same uh, illusion with angry people, where at, at a certain point this is like diminishing return. You know, like you're mm-hmm. actually going to be hurting yourself, and it's just, just not to get all Wicca like three times back at yourself, but that actually is like kind of a good rule. You know? Yeah, I suspect, I mean, it's a good thing to follow to sort of keep you on the ethical path, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about this today, um, and I wonder how, I'll ask this way, would you still hang out with me if I became a Wicca? Yeah, of course. Because I was just thinking about it, like, I used to make fun of them a lot, like, in high school and stuff, because I'm like, oh, look at you, airy, you know, hippy-dippy things. But now that I'm, like, old and, like, I just want nice stuff, like, I'm getting to the point, like, I'm going to start getting sweaters and a cat, like... Get I, sweaters and a cat. Yeah, I'm that's wearing what I'm a sweater right now. Yeah, like, maybe, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, maybe I should just go, like, Wicca, just be, like, harmless and like stuff and just, just smell a little bit, like, it'd be fine, like... Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, why? there's nothing wrong with armpits. yeah. I was just, I actually had this thought today. I'm like, I think I'm like, I think I've dulled my like edgelordness from high school enough that like maybe I should just start being like a Wicca. Well, that only took you 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. I, I, I was an edgelord. It took me 22-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. I mean, I would be totally fine with you becoming Wiccan um, just as long as we could still joke about it. Mm. There is, I know very things that I believe are binary in the universe. 
One of the things I know is a, is a literal yes no thing is that there is nothing I will ever join that I'm not allowed to make fun of. It is impossible. <laughs> there is I could join the Free Blowjobs and Money Club. And if their number one rule was you're not allowed to make fun of the Free Blowjobs and Money Club, you'd break After about 60 years of being in there, I would leave because I need to be able to make fun of them. I yeah. want to make fun of the Free Blowjobs and Money Club right now even though it doesn't exist. Hey, how dare you? Let me hear. Let me t- let me test your thetan level. I think you're gonna. Um... <laughs> well, I mean, let's really think about how this works. Free blowjobs and money. Yes. So you're basically you get lots of head, and people give you money. Okay, but who's giving the head? Is it the other members? Because then it's also you're giving blowjobs for money. I was. Thinking... It's basically just you're you're getting paid to give other people blowjobs, but you're also getting paid. Yeah. No, no. I was thinking that's why it's so great. Like I was thinking it's consenting adults of your preference that are just like their kink is hey like blowing people. But now that I think about it, I would find that gross and wouldn't join. I forgot that I'm anhedonic and can't enjoy anything. I <laughs> see. I keep forgetting that myself. Where I try to just describe a perfect scenario, I go, oh yeah, no, I forgot. My brain will ruin that for me (laughs) oh so can i ask you uh, about your depression like yeah do you get affected by the darkness uh no the opposite way actually um the summer and it's more the spring but um spring and summer let's go with spring is when everybody starts waking up again and everybody's young and beautiful and sundresses are coming out and all the guys are like great and the girls and they're kissing and everybody's having fun. It's like, ugh, I never feel more other. Cause I just, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, join that. But in the winter, everybody's just like, oh, I guess I'll just wear black and walk around. Just like my brothers, you're back. Like, Oh, I find <laughs> like, I feel like one of you, like I never feel more like I'm part of the group than, mm-hmm. in, than in the kind of the dull winters in the, in the Pacific Northwest. You know, I, I love the dull winters in the Pacific Northwest, but kind of for a different reason. Like I'm, I'm kind of naturally lazy and, um, everybody slows down and in, in between like Thanksgiving and the end of the year, people just get so lethargic. Yeah. And, you know, people will schedule, I mean, there's events scheduled all the time and people just don't go to them or, you know, like I... Yeah, they turn into me. It's great. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I spend, I love spending my days in pajamas and now I feel like everybody's spending their days yeah. in pajamas during this this time of year. And I just feel like the slowness that happens, you know, we were talking earlier, like your, your, your work isn't slow, but my work slows down a ton during this time of year. And if, if this level of slowness and unresponsiveness and all that junk was like the norm and was how every day of the year was, I would have a much easier time just with life in general. Oh yeah. 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 It is nice. Cause like, especially the, and, and like, I love, like, I like going hiking. Mm-hmm. I like parks, but I hate when there's a lot of people around. Yeah. So it's perfect when you get like a somewhat nice day in the winter where most normal people think like, ah, it's too cold. Or, the, or it's too muddy. Yeah. To me, yeah. I'm like, yes. And then it's like my people are there. Anybody mm-hmm. I see at the park, I was like, oh, these are like the, like we've been sieved through, through the cheesecloth of winter. Yeah. And like, yeah. and the, and what comes out of the other side, the way, like meet each other and say, the way is the way. Like, I imagine there's know, like some wordplay there. I'm just going to start a new religion. The okay. way is the way. And it's all of us that some kind of cheese runoff. <laughs> oh, gross. But I mean, I love yeah. it. You know, it's uh, it's scarves and uh, bum gloves and tweed jackets and, you know, awesome socks. Like the socks um, in the winter are way bum, better. Bum yeah. gloves are called pants. 
Bum gloves? Like, no, know, I was just making a dumb joke that bum is also a word for buttocks. So bum oh, gloves would be pants. Bum gloves, I was yes. pretending that okay. you forgot the word for pants and they called them bum gloves, which is uh, just Shit. quite hilarious. Uh, I wish I would have gotten that. That's uh, funny. Okay, that's, yeah. good. that's a good one. Good one, Alex. Good um, one. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. You don't have... All right, so after that smooth transition that I'm absolutely positive I'm not going to edit out, we're back <laughs> from a break. Eric is choking on... Uh, uh, Schmeck chocolate, what was it called? <laughs> Lecker. Lecker chocolate. Lecker chocolate. Uh, uh, it's, it's good chocolate. It's um from northern Italy. Ugh. No, that was northern Italians. I only like them southern Italians. I mean, the southern Italians are cool, too, and they have a lot of good food as well. Like, you know. Southern Italian food. Pizza comes from southern Italy. Pizza comes from Naples. Naples is southern Italy, dude. No. I literally said that. I have no idea. Here's where I know about Sicily is the thing the boot kicks. Uh, yep, yep. Naples is down kind of uh, around the ankle bone. I think Rome's sort of middly. Rome's kind of middly and near the coast, but not super near the coast, which is why they had to have uh, Ossia, <coughs> which was the town where all the grain came in and all the shipping came, happened yeah. for Rome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Okay, okay. shut up. All right, so this isn't, a, this isn't an Italian geography podcast. It's not, it's not. We all know our feelings of the Italians. Yeah. They're delightful people. And their food is amazing. Yes. And also they, they burned Giordano Bruno at the stake, so fuck them. Exactly. They're also greasy, greasy mafiosos. Um, <laughs> I grew up in northern New Jersey, and I feel like I'm allowed to say things like that because <laughs> that was everybody I grew up with. Uh, so this is the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. The Alex has. Mm-hmm. I thought we should talk about Christmas, and by I thought you brought it up. We have Christmas lights on in the studio. Ooh, yeah. ooh, I'm going to take a picture and post it to show to show. You got to do a video. You got to do a little video to show the fade because they're fading in and out. It looks really cool. There's also oh here here pull that pull that light thing uh, pull the cord. I, I can do a video in the oh, dark. Oh, why aren't we podcasting like this? Well, because I didn't think about it till right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I am not a person that knows how to use their phone. I've officially become old. Okay, video. What's that, Lord Song? I bet you rue the day you recorded a podcast in the dark. All right, we're recording a video. Okay. And we're watching the fading lights above the TARDIS. This Look is the it. most entrancing. Christmas Christmas time in the studio. We've got the, some kind of Hindu tree. And there, in all of his majesty... Every three hertz, <laughs> Reverend Eric. But I have to say, uh, the the Alex Cast Studio has never felt more like the inside of the TARDIS. <laughs> yes, because honestly, like it, right, right, right. it I kind of okay, has a sort of your your video is cut off midway through. That's thirty seconds. I can't imagine I can post that anywhere. Um, no, you could put thirty seconds somewhere. Oh, good. Well, perfect. Uh, yeah. I, I was thinking, who cares? Yes, it is very TARDIS-y. Yeah, yeah. I like it in here. This is cool. Uh, this is going to change the mood for sure. There's multiple TARDI in here. So there's the TARDIS mm-hmm. lights. But have you ever noticed that there's a TARDIS hanging? Uh, oh, yeah, little, yeah. I have. I have a um, I have a TARDIS USB hub that I got from uh, Think Geek like years oh, and years and oh. years ago. And I kept using it forever just because it was so cool. Like it was a TARDIS USB yeah. hub. And even as, you know, USB got faster and more efficient and all this kind of stuff, this USB hub that I had was probably like USB 1.0 or something. So it failed to keep up with the latest tech. 
And eventually it started dying. But it was so cool. Every time you plugged a USB device into it, it would make the TARDIS noise. Oh, that's great. It was so annoying. Well, I this, loved it. This is a very heavy uh, bit of uh, like steel TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And it used to hang around my uh, my rear view, windshe- my rear view uh, window in, in – uh, no, mirror. Mm-hmm. Rear view mirror uh, in the car. The reason I said window is because at one point I had to come to a stop and it smacked into my window – and uh, cracked it? No, but boy, the sound it made was like, oh, that was just luck. It didn't crack. I went, this will no longer be around by, by, uh, okay, by mirror. This makes me think of a Doctor Who question. Yes. So the TARDIS is, uh, what do they call it? Like extra dimensional, right? Yes. On the inside, it's way bigger than it is on it's, the yeah, outside. Time and relative dimensions in space. So how heavy is the TARDIS? Because. There are there are episodes where they're like okay. lugging it around behind, like horses are pulling it in yeah. a cart, and then there are other episodes where it doesn't seem like it can be moved or affected at all. Like, is the TARDIS really light? Is it the same weight as a wooden police box? The TARDIS is the weight of the wooden police box for this reason: the other rooms are in another dimension, so the dimension that is doing the weighing is only weighing the outside dimensions. That being not even the full police box; it is only weighing. The sides and the top, not even the floor, because the floor is part of the other dimension. Hmm. <laughs> so it's the outside floor. Outside flooring, but not inside. Not exactly. interior flooring. Because the other things are in My another God. dimension. So if you had a scale in another dimension, oh, that's, this, this is, I mean, then we're just going to crazy town. Have you ever, like, have you ever, like, stopped to think about this? So what you're Probably. talking about right <laughs> But, I mean, what we're talking about right now is, like, the difficulty of, of measuring and weighing uh extra dimensional objects but also like with that level of complexity present in Gallifreyan technology yeah imagine what their tax code is like imagine oh yeah the kind of like weird ass shit a Gallifreyan uh CPA has to know oh I bet you I bet you they're just one of those places that's just 30 30 percent flat like, tax flat no rate. write-offs yeah 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 but if you have an extra dimensional bank account d- does the 30 percent tax rate apply across all dimensions, or do you have like a four hundred one k dimension to I, your tax? Rate I bet you where... there's no tax because I bet you it's like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where you just deposit a penny at the beginning of time, and then you can pay for the bill at the restaurant at the end of the universe when you time travel <laughs> forward to the end of the universe because of the compound interest. Oh shit! You know that's right. If they have, well, Gallifreyans wouldn't have compound in- interest because they've got time travel. But they could just go to a planet that does. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so the reason, it's funny, this is a synchronicity, as as the fans of Hellier would say, if you don't know Hellier. I've watched the first season. Oh, good. So you've watched something that nothing happened in, and for some reason people really like it. Why, do every, why is everybody obsessed with Hellier? I'm I, confused about I think this. it's well edited, and people get confused and think something happened. To me, as someone that's edited long-form stuff before, it's, oh, they tried to film something, it didn't work out, and they did a great job of making something out of nothing. And I'm highly impressed by it, but very much not in the way that other people are. As, so as a maker, I'm watch, impressed by Are you going to watch season two? I might give it, I probably not. Maybe I'll give it a bit of a try. But anyway, the, the reason I bring up synchronicity is uh, my friend Mel, uh, uh, the, the one who painted the periphery tree, mm-hmm. and uh, the periphery tree, by the way, over your shoulder, looks awesome when the lights come up. Oh, yeah. Um so uh, she's just recently gotten a job where she can listen to uh, podcasts while working. So she's, for the first time, like pretty much ever, is listening to my show. Ooh. And she was asking for recommendations of old episodes. I was rattling off some. And uh, Did but, you recommend my podcast? Uh, she she liked you. She's she's aware of you because she's listening to early ones, uh, uh, recent ones first. So you've been oh, on many cool, times. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. Um, so uh, I was going back and looking at episode titles, trying to find one specific one. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the titles was How Heavy is the Internet? 
where I had a conversation with someone of that, given that the internet is just electrons traveling and electrons Mm -hmm. do have mass. Yeah. Like a very, very small amount. Yeah. You measure their mass in uh, mega electron volts. Yeah. But so with the growing size of the internet, what does the internet weigh? Hmm. And I don't, I mean, I don't have an answer. I couldn't even pause an answer, but like, is it an ounce? Well, I mean, the the internet wouldn't exist without the physical medium, right? No, no, but I just mean the electrons that make the the internet. information. How much does the information... Yeah, because when you say the internet, you don't mean servers. You mean the internet. Right. The abstract concept of the internet, but it does have a weight because it's a moving thing. Oh, fuck. It's like the speed of thought kind of deal. So you wouldn't even necessarily need to measure that in electrons, right? Because a lot of the internet exists in motion using photons across fiber optics. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Photons don't have mass. They have energy, but not necessarily a weight. Oh, I didn't think about fiber optics. That's a really good point. I was thinking just... Just copper. You were thinking copper. Well, I was thinking cat, cat six, cat, five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cat, that, that, cat with a number after it? <laughs> yeah, that's copper. Though, oh, is it right? copper? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and there's a, I mean, there still is a lot of copper, you know, uh, cable modems use copper, uh, DSL uses copper, but yeah. there's also like, you know, there's, uh, all, the, all of the major trunks are fiber optic. And that's where most of the traffic is going is over oh, fiber optic Oh, that's a really trunks. good point. So in that case, you've got light, and I don't know yeah. how you're going to measure that. And light has zero mass, right? It doesn't have, like, some small amount of mass? It does not have a small amount of mass. It is affected by gravity. That's why I was thinking it had mass, but, you it's, know, you're right. There's no mass, but because, it's affected by gravity, yeah. That's because gravity warps space-time. Yeah, yeah. It's not It's not the mass being, you know, sunk. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. So, but, the, I mean, either way, it would have a weight for, yeah. So how would, no, oh! Hmm. Better question then. Fuck, wait. How hot is the internet using joules of energy, which can be converted to Kelvin or heat? So how hot is the internet? Well, <laughs> no, I don't no, know no, if you've heard is... about the Alex cast, yeah, yeah. but the internet can get pretty hot. Oh yeah, I mean this is this is like you this is like you you porn times uh, other porn site that I don't know the name of. Yeah. Chatterbait. This is like you porn times chatterbait. chatterbait. Oh god, I have never heard of that before, but I totally know what it is now. Um it's the it's it's the only like uh girls dancing for money site I know. They don't dance, they like sit there with like cat ears on or something. Oh. Um Okay. Okay, so there's heat of the inner oh, we we're supposed to be talking about Christmas. Unless yes. you have an we don't have an answer for this. So let's talk about Christmas in Portland. How much does Christmas weigh? Um, See now these questions. Well, wait, wait. No, nonsense. I'm gonna say about 135 pounds because Christ was a man and he had mass. Oh shit! Hey yo, look at me! <laughs> I did it! I did it! I answered the question. So I grew up on the East Coast where there was white Christmases, and not just because of the demographic of my neighborhood. I mean, snow would often fall on Christmas. Well, we did have a white Christmas two years ago. In Portland, yes. It, it turned yeah. from a snowy Christmas into a, a Portland is a solid sheet of ice Christmas. Yes. See, white Christmas here suck because we don't have plows and everything becomes ruined. By and also snow. we don't have like consistent freezing, right? So yeah. you'll have, it'll get just warm enough during the day that stuff will begin to melt a little bit and then it just freezes again. And so everything is, it's just like a skating rink. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so I've lived in Oregon my entire life, so white Christmases have been really, really rare. 
But my family, like my mom in particular, is huge on Christmas, and she loves decorating for Christmas. And, you know, one of the, uh, geez, one of the weird things about growing up and like, so my childhood home where all of my best Christmas memories are is gone now. Like my, that's not in the family anymore. My parents sold it this year. Um, and it's weird because like, I just remember the feeling of like comfort. I want to go back to how much I love being lazy during this time of year. And so going home for Christmas was always sort of like, I don't even know if I'm going to take a change of clothes. I'm just going to wear pajamas for like five days. I'm going to sit around and be a lazy bum. I'm going to read trashy novels probably watch The Sound of Music with my mom and eat Swedish meatballs, tons of chocolate, drink we too much whiskey and Akavit and have Lefse and... Yeah, Lutefisk. Uh, we never had Lutefisk. We were, <laughs> we're, we're like sane Norwegians. <laughs> um, sure. But Those, I mean, it was, yeah. it, was just, uh, it was just sort of like overindulgent and lazy and everything was sort of lit like this. You know, my parents aren't really a big fan of like overhead lights or anything so it's all like dim lamps and christmas lights everywhere and poinsettias and oh i miss it i really miss it that was that was some nice christmas yeah um my my family uh, sold the uh childhood home the year i moved to oregon so i never got to go back to visit oh. which was brutal oh, um, i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> no i i you know it's weird it, i don't celebrate christmas uh at all uh because i i'm single and i you know, it's weird to celebrate Christmas by yourself and all my family's elsewhere. Uh, but I was a big fan of Christmas when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like the like the present getting. I like the um, the not the laziness, but I like the kind of fuck offing about it where yeah. it's just like it's like I had I had a shitload of energy when I was young. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I like just having like this chunk of during oh, the school year time yeah. to just fuck off and just do mm-hmm. whatever. Just, hey, here's some G.I. Joe's. Just go and be G.I. Joe for a little while. <laughs> yeah. That joy of like Christmas morning where. I mean, I guess it, it always sort of felt different. You know, I know that like, you know, when you're a little kid, you try to wake your kids up at like six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning to go see if Santa brought you anything or whatever. But um, just that feeling of having like some new toys and a whole day to play with them. It just felt like an endless amount of time. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember my, my grandmother buying me a, a the original uh, NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, yeah. I think I got one of those for Christmas once, and too. And I was just... I could not have been more excited mm-hmm. as as a six-year-old or f- whatever the fuck year that was. Like, I was just... Duck Hunter. Yes. I was I was, I was was vibrating with, with, yeah. with joy. I still kind of am. <laughs> uh, that, that was kind of a favorite of mine. And one year I got a, a, a new uh, sled, you know, for, for snow sledding. And boy, it was that exciting. And uh, that mm. year there was no snow at the time. And it was just kind of like, hurry the fuck up. Come on, universe. I need some goddamn snow. That's funny because uh, I didn't get a snow, but I did get one of those like plastic big wheels. You know, those sort of like oh, yeah. those plastic trikes. Uh, and my uncle was visiting and helped me put it together, which was, probably was the same level of joy, except, you know. We had pavement. There was always pavement. Yeah. But uh, I think one of the things that I... So I got really... Ex- this is, And I was a little older for this one. So this is probably... Oh, I'm sure the internet can look this up and figure it out. It must have been like 88, 89, 90 when the Sony Discman first happened. And they came out with the Sony Carman that came with like the little cassette adapter. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. 
that was the first CD player I ever had. And it, I still have it. It still works. It's beautiful. It's really? this amazing oh, thing awesome. that still works. It's a Sony Carman. It's basically, it's huge. It's huge and bulky, and it makes a lot of noise when it plays. You know, it, it, you can hear the mechanics, the, yeah. the machinery inside of it. Uh, so I got that, and I got a boxed set of Simon and Garfunkel CDs. Fuck yeah. And <laughs> I was just like, this is the best thing in the world. And uh, I mean, you know, that thing, like, eight batteries, like, like they were delicious breakfast sausages. You know, it was just, yeah. it was a... Uh, but uh, I still have it. It's the only CD player I even own now, except for the thing that's built into my laptop. I guess I I had I had the um, uh, it just rem- that's the first time I thought of this forever. My old car in high school, mm-hmm. I had like a discman with the car adapter, the little tape adapter, and oh boy, did I wear the shit out of that! But I remember oh, yeah. my passenger, if I had a passenger, had to hold it or it would skip because it wasn't a very good discman. It oh would yeah, skip a lot. The, I think yeah. the Sony Carman would. Uh, you know, so, so the way that they get around that skipping is they have, uh, well, first of all, they have better shocks, but also they have like a memory, a read-ahead memory. Yeah. Um, no, that, this was like, I think I bought it for, at the time, five bucks. You know, it was, like, <laughs> you know, it was this garbage pile. So like, it was, yeah. I mean, it was delightful because my friends had to hold it. Or if I was in the car by myself, I had to listen to tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember uh, having, because it had like a Velcro, it's like sticky Velcro and you'd put the one side oh, of the velcro on your tits right there so yeah. I, it was like velcroed to the top to the dashboard yeah man oh i just remember the joy of like because it had an uh an led screen which is also it just seems so high tech you know but like and it would light Ooh, up orange yeah very and nice. it'd be like this yeah. is so fucking cool oh my god i love that thing that was cool yeah let's go back in time man i man. still have that car man and a box full of cd i'm gonna go home and listen to cds tonight yeah here's here's <laughs> what i like okay so I, I i try not to call out listeners by name unless they're you know, we're specifically need to talk about that. Are we going to talk about Steph? No. Oh. But hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. But Vanessa Kindle. Hi, Vanessa. She is so much younger than us. I just had this thought of... Wait, is she? I don't know. Oh, she is very younger than us. That I don't think any of the words we just said would make sense. Wait, does... Uh, uh, but what about Thundercats? Does she know Thundercats? Oh, oh wait, I, there's new Thundercats. There, yeah. Okay. I, like, I think I think she's, like, like well under 30. Wow. I don't know that for sure, but she's like a lot younger than us. Well. Yeah. I mean, good for her. Yeah. I would like to be that age. But I was just, as I was talking about cassettes, I'm like having this nostalgia thing. I was like, oh boy. Like, well, so, so um, I don't know if she still listens. And if she does, hi, young Anna. She was like my favorite listener. She's, we, she's like. Young this, Anna. The young Anna was like this tall. I, mean, I have no idea how tall it was. But she started listening. She was like 14 or something. Oh, and young Anna. Would, I'm sorry about all of our swear words. Uh, you know, no, she's she, she's fine. Okay. But uh, uh, but it, it's anytime. But years ago, when she was listening a lot, it was communicating on the internet with me. It was this like, just anytime I brought up anything remotely kind of like like old technology was this. Oh God, she has no fucking idea what this. I'm not sure they know, but it's like this kind of. Oh God, I feel old. Yeah, I don't even feel old. It's just like the the yawning maw of age gap because of art. Because. Well, it's got to be difficult to understand how thrilling CDs were, right? Like, yeah. compact discs were incredible. Well, I mean, my my problem with this this age gap deal with us and the people below us, and and not that you're much older than me, but it's a little bit more dramatic with me, mm-hmm. is the distance. Oh, so so you're seven years older than me? I don't know. Okay, yeah, what, probably. Who cares? Oh, fuck it. Let's say somebody 10 years older than me. Okay. So I, I'm 39. Let's say somebody that's 49. Seven years. I'm like five years older than you. I, I don't know. I don't know how old you are. 
Um, but you want to you compare bald spots? But someone, someone, I don't have a bald spot yet. I just have a receding hairline. Uh, so, but someone ten years. So the difference between you and I is not all that much as far yeah. as our childhoods. That's true. The difference between me and a twenty-nine-year-old, our childhoods are mm-hmm. jaw-droppingly different, and it's it's it is a very big thing of like the the just our, the happenstance of our birth of yeah. technology the advancing yeah yeah it, it's it, like if we didn't have a major war to demarcate our our generation but we didn't have the technology we just went oh shit everything just got different well if you think about a, a 29 year old right now they don't have they their whole their whole life has been during war the united well, states has pretty much been at war since like 1991 well, I mean, well, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're on Korea, which we... I, I, we missed. No, but I mean, Korea technically never ended until yeah, the 90s. Yeah, but I mean, that's no, not no, no, like I know. an yeah, active yeah. war, right? Yeah, no, but even that, it's like from Korea to the, you know, like... I, yeah, I guess I guess the first few years of my life we weren't at war. But like, yeah. for the most part, yeah. I know, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's not crazy. It, it makes sense. I mean, but, uh, Johnson but, warned us yeah. about the military-industrial I mean, I mean, after, like, starting with the 90s and starting with the introduction of the internet to yeah. the public, uh, like, technology, the, 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 the pace at which technology started increasing and that consumer technology started yeah. increasing, it's been speeding up. And it, it's still going at a pretty good rate. You know, I mean, we can watch technology go in and out of style and sort of fade away even yeah. now. Um, but also that brought about a lot of like really rapid social change. And that's been really interesting. Like I have trouble keeping up. It's, it just make me feel a bit old. I, I guess I'm starting to sympathize with like, sort of like crusty old conservatives who are like, God damn it. There's just too much change. Like, I don't want to, f- I don't know if I, can, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Why can't everything be the way it used to be? I don't yeah. really feel that way. No, I am a, I'm not, I'm an enjoyer of change, but I do have trouble keeping up. I, the only way I lean that way a little bit, but only in this sense is I wish the younger generation was a little more compassionate to how dramatic our lives have changed over the years. But they don't see it. They don't. No, that's fine. They don't but, have the context. But for we've it. told them that. Like, and I. But you just were compassionate to old, to the boomers that don't get change that they watched happen. But, I just wish they could apply that. I. I just. I just wish people that were twenty five realize how much people that are forty how different their their childhood was and i'm not saying forgive them for saying you know fucking uh, horrible slurs but like understand that like oh my god we are we are really confused like this shit moved fast you don't understand like i got lucky that i grew up with bbs systems and yeah oh look god, that no up shit. you old fuck yeah i mean i, I used to run bbs's yeah, uh, see, I'm, and thank God for that. I would never have been uh, like the internet would have caught me by surprise. But I think that's I think that's why you, you know you and I kind of run young for our ages. Like so, I, I talk about this all the time. L O A D shift two shift three comma eight comma one enter R U N enter. That's the command line to play video games like Commodore sixty four. Mm-hmm. That's back when mm-hmm. comma shift two was quote marks. Now the yeah. reason I know it that way and can say it that way is I didn't know how to read yet. <laughs> is I memorized how to push the thing on the keyboard so I could play video games on my brother's Commodore 64. <laughs> so I thankfully was on a video game system. I, I was on a computer young enough that like I can somewhat talk to young people, mm-hmm. but like, fuck, it's different. All right, wait, whatever. Look, we have to do the thing you're over here for. Okay, I'm sorry. We've been talking. No, no, for you're a not sorry. Time. This was delightful. I, I just this was. I thought that was a good conversation. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I just we're. I, I'm slightly embarrassed that we're just going. Bah, 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 we're old people. Um, and, but the old remind me. All right, so I have 
This is Alex Cast, the geriatric show. Yes, I, yeah, <laughs> geriatric people that are by with modern medicine, not middle aged. Um, uh, oh, I read a statistic today that said that a 15 year old today in America is more likely to die by the time they're 50 than a 15 year old in Bangladesh. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, mostly because of the opioid e- epidemic. Yay, opioids! It is uh, it is drastically reduced uh, American life uh, average lifespan. Yeah. That's fucked up. Also, our healthcare system sucks. Okay. Yeah, Enough I mean, that's that. more the, yeah. Uh, anyway, make make America great again. Yeah. We did it. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're talking about, we were talking about occultism earlier. And uh, I, I coerced Eric to come to the house tonight under the novelty that I have a new divination system to offer him. Mm. One that he's not done before. Now, I don't know if he's done it before because I refuse to tell him what we were doing tonight. And I'm, I'm 60, 40, you don't know about this very specific thing. Oh, you know, I, I sure, I'm sure it's going to be something like you're going to pull it out and I'm going to be like, ah, you know, yeah. Sim- Simpsons did it. Yeah, no, no, totally. It, that's why I'm 60, 40, but it is, <laughs> it is somewhat obscure. Okay. But so what the one thing that occultists don't like, the, the occultists like more than some new obscure form of divination is it being old. Yes, I think occultists like being old more than they like obscure forms of divination. Well, but obscure forms of divination are a close second. So, Eric, I reach into the distant past of 1989, Ooh. and I bring you Nessomancy. Nessomancy? That's right. I went out and purchased... Taboo, The Sixth Sense. What is for this? For the 8-bit Nintendo. What Thank God you don't know about oh this. Oh my God, I've never heard of this. In 1988, according to the opening screen. Can we take a picture? Of, the, of course how we, are we can. Gonna, so it's, it's, a, it's the NES that Alex still has like Christmas shivers over. And it says Taboo. And the last O has, has an 8-bit uh, skull in it. it. The and Sixth then, Sense. The sixth sense, and then a big sun, and I don't even know what that is now. It looks I like don't. A, okay, so the graphics are eight bit, so it's a little hairy. Nineteen eighty eight. Yes. All right. So let's um, for a moment, uh, Eric, can you take out your phone, see if you can get a picture of this? I don't know how well that's going to turn out. I want, <laughs> I want to just turn the volume up so the audience can hear it. Okay. God, my phone's doing that thing again. Oh, it's about to loop back around. Okay, I hope so. Come on, taboo music. Oh yeah, hold on, wait. Oh, go back to the taboo opening screen. Okay, I got a picture. Oh, I'm gonna try Night Sight. <laughs> oh, hold on. Well, actually, Night Sight really worked. It's amazing. Okay, okay. so right. we're gonna so we're gonna hit a little pause. Uh, I'm gonna hit mute now because this music is annoying. Okay, so right, tell so, me tell me about taboo. Okay, one second. So taboo came out in uh, 1988, 1989 uh-huh. for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I bought an original copy. Wait, hold on. Actually, hit it under my uh, under a jacket so you couldn't see it. Wait, that's an NES. What is that? That is a tur- that's a, a turbo fake thing that that plays okay. that plays Nintendo and Super Nintendo games. Okay, cool. Um, I have an original Nintendo in my closet somewhere. I just didn't it. It's old. I didn't feel like breaking it. Out. I knew that one worked. Mm-hmm. So, 
this game is fantastic. And the term game is really interesting here. This is a tarot reader. There's no game. Oh. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to start it and I'm going to have the Nintendo give you a tarot reading. That's the whole game. Okay, well this is perfect, right? Because like I think that one of the things this is your this is our Christmas episode. Yes. So basically it's also kind of, there's naked people on the screen. Um so it's also basically kind of like a perfect time to do a tarot reading for the new year. Yes. So we're going to have depending on how long this takes. I think I'm going to have I'm going to fill out the your information and okay. if that doesn't take too long, you're going to do the same for me. Okay. All right. Let's so do So we're going to hit start. All that has been and all that will be is here for you to know. Dare you glimpse the future? Dare you even ask? Taboo. The time machine. I didn't read the last word there. On Nintendo. So we have to we have to put your name in. So okay. E. It's got a little hand with a quill and it's R. like writing my name. <laughs> that's I. hilarious. Also, look at the it, K. There's, there's a sweet there's a sweet pentacle back there. Yeah. But I think that's supposed to the N is I think that's supposed to be the rosy cross. I think so too. It's like a it's like a cross with an N wrapped yes. around it. And then for birthday it has a, a pentacle. Yeah. Okay, so Eric, what is your birthday? Uh November twelfth. So one, 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 two. Uh nineteen seventy five. Well, um, yeah, sorry. I guess we, I guess we had to admit that. And would you like to have sex? Uh, M. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, no, here's the crazy part. I'm so happy we got to this. You have to type in the whole question? Yeah, Eric, what's your question? You have to type a question using moving the, 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 four, the 4D pad. So let's say, oh um, how about we just do next year question mark? Oh, there's no that, question mark. Okay, just do next year. All right, we're right next year. Okay. Okay. This is kind of hard to control. It's not that I don't know where the alphabet is. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because it's all lowercase. Go that way. Okay. Next. Next. Space, space bar. bar. Okay. <laughs> oh. Go. Okay. There we ah, are. Ah. I, this, I should have set up the real Nintendo. This controller sucks. Next. Next. E. Okay. We're doing, we're doing well now. We're doing better. Okay. All right. okay. I just realized, I think I was hitting two diagonally. Oh, my on. God. It's like okay. this psychedelic. Now, it's psychedelic it's shuffling. It's like Cubert on LSD. Does yeah. anybody know what Cubert is? Nobody knows I, I know what Cubert is. Okay. Oh, and it's got this cards are shuffling, and it. I, I don't know what you do. It's about to open a beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the first card. You. The card is the Knight of Cups. That's me. I'm the Knight of Cups. You're the Knight of Cups. Okay. So that's, okay. so it's reading. It does a Celtic cross. It's laying out. So Holy that was your signifier shit. card. It is totally. And then it does. But it, but look at the weird order it it's does. It's doing this weird Celtic cross order. Yeah. Uh, so it does a signifier so, first and yeah. then doesn't do a crossover. It keeps it on the side. So hold on. All this does is Celtic cross tarot readings. Yeah. Oh, and then it tells you your lucky numbers afterwards. The page of staffs, and they literally spell it S-T-A-F-F-S. Yeah. It's not staves, it's staffs. Your present position is consistent and stable. Okay, that's well, good for you. Good. Okay, I'm, I'm so, so Eric, you're, there we go. Okay, uh, I'm on. definitely consistent and stable and yeah. lazy. I mean, consistently lazy and stably lazy. Okay, right. next. Crossing card, the two of staffs. Your immediate influence is a position of authority. I don't know what that means. Well, you um, you know more about magic than I do. So right now, your media oh, thing me. about yeah, I am the position of authority. Well, oh, we're doing shit. your reading. Remember, that's okay, why we put yeah, your birthday. Yeah, in. all right, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, this is all happening. right. Yeah, it's all happening. All right, 
The crowning card, the three of staff. Wow, you got a lot of staffs. Hey, <laughs> that's what she said. This card is reversed. She said you have multiple Attainable penises? at this time is conceit, deceit, or treachery. Wow. The three of staffs? Even reversed? That's a, okay, that's weird, but okay. Hey, are you questioning the Nessomancy? I'm I'm questioning Nessomancy. I was but... just a Nintendomancy. Was that better? Nintendomancy sounds ah, shit. way better. I was better. I've been fighting it for a week to figure out which Nintendomancy is better. Nintendomancy sounds Nintendo way Mancy. better. Okay, okay Nintendomancy. Right. Okay, next card. Oh my god, I want this. The base of the matter, the Knight of Swords. This card is reversed. Past influences which has led to this point are ruined by the involvement with another. Impulsive. Comma, impulsive. And look at the, there's a there's a chess knight. <laughs> there is a knight of swords. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's a horse head. If you don't know chess, that's just a horse head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I know, but I'm just true. saying that's if <laughs> like I just abstractly when you think about symbols, and that's the point of tarot is 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 universal symbols. That's just a horse head. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and also. <laughs> Maybe this is me, but I tend to think of horse heads facing the other way. But that's okay. What <laughs> horse heads facing to the right? Why do horse heads have to face to the right? No, I mean like when you do a chest notation. I thought I thought the knights faced. Oh, I don't know. I, right. I don't know chest okay, notation. Anyway. I'm probably wrong. I just, I, I'm, I don't not I mean, good at chess. Improved. Okay, past influence. More staffs. Another staff, and it's reversed. Oh, it's the eight of staffs. This is one of my favorite cards. Uh, recent past events are harassment or delay. Jealousy. I mean, that sounds just like you. Well, you know, the delay for sure. Yeah. You know, like I have been a little slow this month and uh, it's because I'm just sort of learning to accept how December's are for me. Yeah. And yeah. So, okay. That makes sense. Right. That makes some sense. This is actually a crazy amount of stuff. Like if we are reading this for real, another fucking staff. Seven of staffs. Did they even shuffle? <laughs> this card is also reversed. Your forthcoming influence is anxiety or embarrassment. I'm very much looking forward to some anxiety and embarrassment. Well, you you are on this show, so oh, the second God. one works. <laughs> yeah, and you know Christmas might have a little bit of anxiety attached to it, yeah. too. So, so anxiety for Christmas, embarrassment, that you're on the Alex cast again. Okay. All right, there we go. Yeah, this is very accurate so far. Where one finds oneself, the Three of Cups, your present situation slash attitude is a time of emotional fulfillment. Well, I don't know about emotional fulfillment, but I do have another beer. Wait, didn't they say your present attitude? What did they say about your present attitude earlier? Um, it was bad. It's all, I got a no, lot no, no, of reverse your pre- cards. No, your present attitude was one of uh, superiority or, or uh, oh yeah, expertise, expertise, or like mastery, yeah, yeah. or something like okay, that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so your okay. your situation attitude is emotional fulfillment while being a master. Okay. Hey, right. I'm smug. It's are calling you me jerking, smug. Are you it's jerking totally off under the table? S- no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's dark in here, so who knows? I was say it. I mean, I don't believe okay. it. Okay, view of others. Hey, we finally got a court the card. The magician. Oh my god! And it or, looks or, like or, uh, it looks like a major. Merlin that's made out of wax that is melting. Yeah. I love eight bit graphics. You you, so, you have to know what's what it's supposed to be. When the hangman comes down, he drops from the ceiling and no. hangs. I was hoping I was hoping <laughs> that would happen here. Yeah. Your tendencies, as viewed by others, are capable of influencing others. Your tendencies as viewed, viewed by, by others, others are capable of influencing, influencing others. others. Yeah. It's weird. I just said that. It's like you influenced me. Cool. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. What's next? Hopes and fears. The five of staffs. I'm I'm really um, 
staffy. I think you've had all of the lower staffs. I think I have too. <laughs> Your inner hopes and fears are labor, struggle, or strife with little result. I will say that I do fear labor. Labor is definitely it's something. Yeah. I don't look forward to work very often. And so, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, final and card. Finally, oh, this is it's going to be the tower. Oh, my God. The King of Swords. Oh, I like this. The conclusion of the issue is authority proficient in their field. That's good. Actually, you know, for the next year, I would say that that's a pretty good final outcome for yeah. next year. Also, the symbol for King of Swords, that looks like a queen. <laughs> I know it's not like I get that. I get that it is, but it's that looks more like a queen than a I king. Feel it, I, I feel like it sort of looks like, uh, you know, like in a cartoon when um, a cartoon character puts a glove on their head and pretends to be a chicken. Yes. Yeah. Or um, that, that sh- that's like the, the crown of the Fire Kingdom in Avatar The Last Airbender. I've never seen that. Oh, God, you would love it. Yeah. You know, I... No, you really would. Man. It's so good. Okay. All okay, right. you can say that as much as you want. I would. I know you reasonably well. I think you like okay, it. I believe with you. your I'm... Adventure Time love. I believe there's an overlap enough that you. Oh like shit! It. Did you see that uh, Duncan Trussell and Pendleton Ward are putting out a cartoon? Yes, uh, um, but it's based on his podcast. It's gonna be good. Uh, okay, it's well, uh, let's good. continue this. Okay, you've okay. got more amount of numbers. Yeah, no, no. Okay, we have to select my your state. State is Oregon. No, not... no. Wait, wait. How do I go to select your state? I don't go up. I can't go up. Can you go down? All I can do is make maximum. Wait, what if I hit B? Okay. Oh, oh, I have to B to move things. What's B? Uh, the the B on the on the. Oh, there's the, Oregon. Okay, Oregon. Okay, A is select. No, wait. Oh, damn it. oh, you have to go all the way around. Oh, we do. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, how do I? Oh, I, I get a start. Is that? How do I? I don't know. Go to amount of numbers. All I'm moving. What if I hit? I don't what, know. What are your be... numbers? What are I don't know. Numbers? Fortune numbers. Okay, wait, wait. I'm gonna hit select oh select okay how many how many numbers do you want let's do three three numbers okay now minimum maximum one in 42 sounds perfect yeah that's weird that i landed on that that's actually yeah, those are like yeah. significant numbers all right let's start okay my lucky numbers are 10 12 and 34. okay now eric as i move to the next screen i want to tell you something okay see this beginning screen that we saw before yeah. I spent $30 on this game. What? <laughs> That's the entire game. Oh, we just did, we just been... beat it. So by the way, I want you to I just because I spent this much money, it's on you. Um I, the bottom right number is the one that it, that's enter. The bottom right, the bottom right. Uh, uh button, sorry. Oh, the, the I think it's A. Oh, okay. okay. On, on the, the right one, side all there. the way over on the right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So, I have to Okay, so If you hit that old type A, which is helpful because that's the first a- letter of my name. Yeah. L. I've been Ooh. playing video games with e- those um, the um, the like the stick pad. X. So using that thing would like I couldn't get my finger to be in the right spot. Uh, I think you have to go to end over there. I can't get to end. Oh, there we go. There you are. Yeah, it's not okay. good. What's your birthday? It's O nine. O. Uh, o nine, and then what? Two nine. Oh yeah, two nine. And then... 95. Whatever. <laughs> 80. <laughs> Eight. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Very magical number. And my sex is... Um, let's go with M. M. Your question. Um, let's just stick with next year. That's okay. what we did with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. N E X T Space bar. Oh, you're much better at this than I am. 
You know, I definitely had some NES experience as a child. Well, you know, the thing is, I've been playing the um, Nintendo Switch and the uh, controller. Look is... at this. You can move back and forth across the space bar. The well, space yeah. bar is huge. Uh, uh, you've heard of space? Oh, how much does space weigh? All. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're back at the psychedelic screen. Okay. Do we, we have to sit and wait for this for this, a little while. This, this should probably have a seizure warning attached to it. I know I'm... this is before the era of seizure wardens, but... <laughs> oh, okay, good. Okay, so... Okay, you. You are the Knight of Cups. Okay, I, I'm digging it. I'm okay. the Knight of Cups. What was I? I don't remember. Uh, you were the... Probably the Knight of Staffs. Yeah, you had a lot of staffs. Uh-huh. It was just downright staff infection. Hey, she was on the show a lot. All right, so we got all the cards. How do I get it to draw? I think you just hit that same ah, button. Yeah. I didn't have to do anything. Okay. Significator card. Oh, you want to read this? Yes. Uh, the Hermit. This card is reversed. Your present position is liable to make rash, foolish acts or decisions. Is that true? Do you do that a lot? Are no, you... not really. Yeah, you seem yeah. like the sort of person who doesn't make those kinds. Of... No, no, okay. no. Uh, I, I, to be fair, but I also tend not to read reversals. So yeah, uh, me neither. Yeah. I mean, the hermit, I think, is an upright card. It, it fits how you describe yeah. your life. A lot. And also the pictures. But here's the picture of the hermit in this game. It looks like he's holding a propane tank with a uh, red cross on it. I think. I think it's supposed to be a lantern oh yeah no no yeah then uh, you're right that's a lantern. probably a propane powered lantern yeah okay so how do i get to the next i card? think you hit that that bottom right button again a yeah okay so i have to hit it again nope okay crossing card oh you got your okay. crossing card uh the five of cups your immediate influence is a shallow friendship or loveless marriage that's me wait oh I, I think of Are you as shallow. I think of you as a deep friendship. Yeah, this friendship. Goes... You're like the only person I've hung out with like on purpose in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> You've I... somehow broken through my hard, hard candy-like exterior. It's the Windex. It's <laughs> true. I don't think of our friendship as shallow. So, so fuck you, Five of Cups. Oh, wait a second. Are we gonna have to get married so you can use my health insurance? Do you have health insurance? I do. Then yes. Will you will you take this? Will you take this? This will you take this? Uh, wait, 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 what's the, what's the what's the Mason thing? Will you, will you take this? Uh, this 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 poor orphan? What do you say? I'm not. I can't tell you. No. Oh, god damn it! It's oh, back when it's all the conspiracy <laughs> nope, theories. Nope, nope. Hold on. We're going to do next no, card. Next card. Who will who will help this poor? I, I god damn it! I used to know this shit. Ta- okay. I can't. I can't break uh, my sacred vows. Yeah. Okay. And you wouldn't want me to. I mean, if we were getting married, you wouldn't want me to be the sort of person who would break my promises. Well, no, no. Uh, keep in mind. Okay. Loveless marriage. We Loveless were marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Loveless marriage. Uh, crowning card. The Queen of Swords. Attainable at this time is the experience, brief happiness of pleasure and sadness or mourning. Did huh. I read that wrong? Attainable at this time is the experience, brief happiness or pleasure and sadness or mourning that card kind of covers everything it's also, sort of saying like you get everything this game really needs commas and maybe like a copy editor and also the little symbol above that card looks like a club that is a club yeah so it's but it says it's the queen of swords so that's their queen sign a club oh yeah that's a good point <laughs> I didn't okay. think about that. Yeah, okay. All right. Are you ready for All the right. next yeah, card? I am. Wait, I am. that's your crowning card. Okay. Definitely. You know, here's funny. 
You know, I've said before that I'm really hard to read for, like tarot cards. Like a lot of tarot readers have struggled. Because you struggled reading me too. The fucking NES still can't do it. The the Nintendo Mancy isn't even working. Yes. Base of the matter. The two, the two of coins. The distant past foundation is new troubles on the horizon. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, you know, that's how you get the new, that's how you get a new season of a TV show. Yeah, but let's break that down. The distant past foundation is the new, is new trouble. Okay, it doesn't make any sense, but it seems like it'd be saying the distant past foundation is probably stuff that you're dealing with now then, right? If it's new troubles. The distant past foundation is new troubles on the horizon. So getting ready for next year. The foundation for you getting ready for next year is seeing new troubles on the horizon. Okay, so I'm looking ahead. All right, I got my eyes open. That's all right. I can yeah. deal with that. All right. You got your eyes on your money and the money on your eyes. Yes. Or however that goes. Oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> Charon, take my soul to the weird bleak afterlife that those freako Greeks believed in. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. I've been a freaked out. I've never had a tarot reading before. <laughs> <laughs> The past influence. You're getting a lot of twos now. Of, the two of swords. Recent past factors are peace after war. Yeah, I mean, you remember the Great War of 2019? Um. Oh, wait. Maybe that means Trump is going to get kicked out of office. Oh, maybe. I mean, because that's the only. That's the only. Like, I'm not in a war with anybody. I have like no. I have no was... beefs right now, other than I kind of hate. And let me let me let me be a. Uh, little bit uh, rambunctious here. The uh, the fool in chief. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. I, learned. I maybe I maybe I took a step too far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. But let me let me correct that. I mean the misogynist fuck wagon. <laughs> you mean the uh, the uh, commander in Cheeto? Yes. The, okay. the the walking embarrassment to our country. Yeah. yeah. Waddling, waddling, waddling. Better. Yes. Yes. Okay. Next. The Calipician in chief. <laughs> Forthcoming influence. All right, that is the, the swirly of thing of cups. <laughs> it might be a nine. <laughs> I think it's a nine. You no, know, it's a nine, but boy, that's not a nine. It looks like an Arabic nine. Uh, forthcoming <laughs> influences, the nine of cups. Your forthcoming influence is... Did you really need to say that again? Your forthcoming influence is good health and victory. Fuck yeah! Victory! That sounds awesome. Yes. Do we I'm, even want to do the rest of the reading? I'm going to watch that movie with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone playing soccer. <laughs> Invictus? No, it's called Victory. It was a oh. shitty 70s, 80s movies. We did a lot of John Alex stuff the better of my podcast john alexhatestuff.com available on all your podcatchers it's almost as good as the episodes that have me on them and the alex cast they, yeah, your episodes are good it just you know <laughs> most of the other ones are terrible oh you ever hear that keats guy Ugh. all right so five, Who? I, I don't think he listens so i thought it'd be funny to say that because if he does <laughs> he'd be like hey i got um uh five of are they called coins in this yeah five yeah. coins all right uh where one finds oneself card the five of was it called that when we did yours I think so. I de- oh, I don't remember the phrase where one finds oneself. Or I guess reading it out loud, it, it's it's so <laughs> it's awkward. awkward. Yeah. Currently, you are, have, or feel <laughs> anxiety caused by one or many varying factors. That is yes. very vague, but I feel like that. In that, fact, that... I am homo sapiens sapiens. <laughs> Correct. Well done. <laughs> you're, you're good at anxiety. So mm-hmm. I think that that fits you pretty well. I did just come out of that float tank covered in hair. You what? That's a gross <laughs> it's a high anxiety joke oh okay next card oh ooh, staffs you and ooh. i we're like brothers now view of others card the five of staffs well, yeah. Viewed by others you are labor struggle or strife with little result fuck Yeesh. that's rough yeah jesus i want to kick this machine wow. okay 
Yeah, that's that's hard. All right. Sorry, man. Yeah, me okay. too. Okay. Let's get this thing on to him. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's get some better cards. I want to see the hangman. Right now, hangman. Do it. Damn it. Another fucking oh, your bullshit staff. Seven of staffs. Your inner emotions sense or will shortly sense gaining success or gain. Obtaining Okay. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, I said gaining. I'm having tr- sorry. Well, shortly... I want to explain to the audience why I suck at reading here. I'm trying to keep my mouth pointed at the microphone and looking to my right, but I'm wearing glasses. So I have a black band of my glasses in between the reading line. (laughs) So it's really hard to read and keep my (laughs) mouth on mic. Uh, Yeah, the the grammar here is super awkward. No, but I also fucked it up bad. (laughs) Your inner emotions sense or will shortly sense obtaining success or gain. I mean... Your inner emotions, not your outer emotions. I, I don't know what the I, difference is. I think the warty cock on the tennis court is right. <laughs> that's totally a warty. Wait, wait, cock. wait. We need to take a picture of that because that's gonna. There's gonna be so many. There's gonna be so many pictures in the show notes. Um, uh, that, can we do screenshots? Uh, I mean, I have night sight. Don't worry, it's not gonna come out very well. The ones that come out are gonna be great. Okay. All right. Let's see. Well, let's. The final card is gonna be the hangman. Uh, come on, hangman. We want the hangman. Because I know it has a, it has like an animation. It was funny. Is it the only oh. two of cops? I mean, that's a good card. All right. Uh, the outcome of all previous mentioned problems will be a beginning or renewal of a friendship, relationship, or partnership. Wait. So you're 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 replacing me? I'm, oh, I'm gonna cut the bitch. No, maybe I'm replacing Keats because I just brought him up. Oh, well, he did kind of ditch us. He did. And leave us for another state. Yeah, I know. Now we don't have the Portland Weird Triangle. We have the Portland Weird just line. You can't do anything with a line. I mean, you can, like, create everything that man's ever created because the invention of the line is the greatest invention that's ever happened. Oh, I actually met another uh, uh, podcaster who kind of lives really close by. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Her name is Claire, or their name is Claire, and they have a podcast called The Word Witch. And it's about tarot and stuff. So yeah, I don't like the sound of that tarot. It sounds a little Satanist. <laughs> it's right, a let... little. It's a little Satany. All right, back to the Nintendo. Okay, fantasy. are we ready? Yes. Oh, we're done. Okay, you now, okay, now we're so getting now... lucky fortune oh, numbers. Shit, I don't know how to do this. Okay, so now that I'm at OR. Okay, you hit. Uh, now I hit. You hit. Uh, uh, select. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I want. Wait, now um, what? What well, you're well, the ah. thing when you hit select. Um, the, when you made the seven move, whatever you did to make the seven move. Did I make the seven? Oh. Yeah, that, whatever that button is. Okay, it's We want to go to, we did three last time. Let's not do three. Let's do, um. You want seven? Fuck yeah. Okay, I don't know how to move to the next row yet. And I think, uh, up, make, uh, one in 42. Fuck ah, it. Let's, okay. those are good numbers. Okay, but what do I do? What, wait, wait, no, no. Let's try to make the minimum 13, because that's my lucky number. Okay. And okay. not in some dumb way. That's just the house I grew up in. Uh, okay, okay. You got that one. Try got it, got it, got it. Oh, you did okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. This is fantastic. Okay, we're doing 13 it. 13 to right. 42. Fuck yeah. All right, and now I'm going to try this button. No. Damn it. Uh, Fuck. No. Um, Why did it change everything? Uh, no, you just changed the top one. So you need to... There we oh, go. Okay, okay, you want to hit okay. start, which is the diagonal thin button. Oh, okay, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. No, you're screwing everything up, Eric. No, no, I'm fixing the minimum to 13. Okay. Yeah, but now, now your numbers are seven. Oh, you did that before. Okay. Okay. Uh, now you want to hit start, which is the slanty thin number Got at the it. top. Okay. Oh, look at all of your lucky numbers. All right, my lucky Fortune numbers, numbers are 7, 19, 39, 15, 32, 29, 30. Oh, wait, I'm going to take a picture. Write you, those down. Write those yeah, down. No, so you fucked up. Not That's your, enough. That's, I'm going to play, I'm gonna play the, the, is there a seven number we lotto? Have, uh, 
I'm sure there is. All right, I'm gonna play a seven. Oh, dude, are, do you want to grab dude, a drink after the show? We're gonna go Kino. Okay, but, get, get these for Kino. Well, I mean, we have to walk by a pie pantry. We just let's buy like a lotto ticket with these numbers. Can, but there must be a bar nearby here that has that Oregon Kino thing. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, that's gonna okay. be the thing. Okay. All right. So, uh, Eric, I have to tell you. Okay. okay. Um, the main thing I was concerned about this game. Uh huh. Is maybe I didn't spend thirty bucks. It was twenty something, but who cares? Okay. I'm so happy you didn't know about it because I was like 60, 40. It's like, maybe you've heard about this, but how dumb is it? That's the whole game. We've, we've beaten this game twice. You know, these are the only two times I've ever beat a video game. It's, uh, you know, wait, not including, I think I beat um, Ultima 1 or Ultima 2. Yeah. But aside from that, I'm not, a, I'm not, I never stick with video games long enough to beat them. Well, you've done it. Well, I feel really, um, this is, a, this is bringing me a lot of satisfaction. It should. We did it. But also, <laughs> how dumb is this game? Also, can I... I want this game. I, can I get a... There must be, like, a way to get a oh, ROM you can play, of this game. Oh, you, can, I, you literally can play it in your browser. Well, I want to uh, play it on the Raspberry Pi in my bedroom. Oh, yeah, no. It's, a, like, any ROM emulator site uh, uh, it has it. Like, no, it's readily available. I was going to do it on a ROM. However, um... This is way cool. This is so cool. Like, there's a literal cartridge. That's why... NES cartridge. I thought... I. I just I thought it was more magical. As dumb as that sounds, this is, is having a physical cartridge being plugged this in, is and also the, the reveal of me taking a remote control out of my pocket, pointing at the TV, and then that dumb game, which has been running the entire time we've been here. It's honestly, it is the sort of thing that should have been uh, in a video. Yeah, if if there was a possibly a way to, I I, I do want to say that like <coughs> currently the Alex Cast Studio is awesome. There is a string of lit TARDISes. There are these pulsing Christmas lights. We've turned off all the other lights. So all of the light in this room is like from a string of TARDIS Christmas lights, some other Christmas lights, and Taboo. Yes. Nintendo Mancy game. I thought this about... Do- fucking awesome. I thought about doing a video, but you can't film TV well. I, I did a little tester right, on it. Right, you get it, the it, flicker. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out how to do it on my monitor and then record the monitor, and it just, it was too much. I don't to... think you need to worry about it. Yeah. I suspect that there's probably a YouTube video of somebody playing this game. Oh, no, absolutely. No, no, I just meant it'd be fun to have us in studio and have like, yeah. a, like a video. I did like a little tester on trying to film the TV and mm-hmm. uh, and somebody else in the room, and it just, it doesn't work, unfortunately, because I was like, this would be the perfect opportunity to have the Alex cast on film where it's way dark. <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, okay. So I have a request for you. Yes, of course. So first of all, I just want you to know that like so far, this is probably... This is the best Christmas party I've been to this year. Oh, good. <laughs> it's the first, but also the best. Yeah, I was uh, somewhat expected that second. But uh, so I, I, I just really want you to call this episode like Christmas party, Christmas party with Arnie. Perfect. Yes, done. Um, yeah. I will. I, I'm. I. This was just awesome. This was so cool. Uh, yeah, this was. I'm. I'm stunned by this. this I'm weird little so game. glad. Because I, I went the, the amount of I, I don't put effort into this show, and and like I'm gonna toot my own horn, which I never do because. I mean, he doesn't do it online. Yeah. Well, I don't do it. You, most of my time, you yell at me for hating myself. Oh, come on. That was a masturbation joke. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I jerk <laughs> off constantly. Yeah, in front of Eric. <laughs> I try to do it on him, and then he runs. Oh, Surprisingly God. nimble. But Sorry, Steph. The amount of... Uh, uh, I'm not going to finish that sentence, but Steph is, is enamored right now. Um, so I found out about this game, and I was 
fucking excited. I like opened up Facebook Messenger. I'm like, I have to ask Eric if he knows. I'm like, no, 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 I do not. I am going to figure out how to play it. So I tried to play it on my phone. I played it on a, on a browser and it's not as responsive. And I'm like, uh-huh. I have an old school Nintendo. <laughs> so I figured out how to plug a Nintendo into a computer so that it can be like, so that we could record our, mm-hmm. this happening. And I had to buy a thing and I couldn't do it. So I'm like, fuck this. I went online to eBay, bought that goddamn game. And I've never, like the amount of, like, this is like a month in planning. And the entire thing is hinged <laughs> upon the fact that you're unaware of the fact that in 19 fucking 88, they thought it was a good idea to, this is the least, be, how, in 88, this probably retailed for like $60 in 88 money. Like, like okay, 300 so bucks right now. Like, now let's, is, let's. Here's something super weird yeah. about this. Like, so this game is copyright 1988, so yeah. it's probably released in '89. Yeah, the release date according to Wiki is '89. Was the yeah. year I started reading tarot. That was the year I got my first tarot deck. And that and that sweet car CD player. And that sweet car man. Yeah. So basically, this game is as old as my tarot. Habit. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's awesome. So messed up. Yeah, that's that's right there. <laughs> All right. But, well, <laughs> but here's here's I, this episode's going a little long, but I actually because I, I just thought of another uh, very short topic. But here's something because we were talking about like uh, uh, new people into the esoteric scene that are asking about protection. Mm-hmm. Here's something I think people need to keep in mind, and this is a really great thing that that just kind of came up now. Is there has been us for a long time, and I'm mm-hmm. using bad grammar there for a reason. Is that in 89, when Eric is stumbling into this new fantastic reality, fucking Nintendo, the biggest game company in the world. The most successful at the time. Allowed for a tarot game. There has been people like us having this sort of conversation, maybe not this sort of conversation, but the esoteric conversation is a conversation that's gone back to thousands of years ago. And it's important to remember that when you're shitting on like the new people or their new way of doing things, or I don't like these people, I don't like that people. It is very important to understand that you're not, you're not doing anything new. You're in footsteps upon footsteps upon footsteps upon footsteps. And, and when you want to share on Facebook, your snooty ass thing that you just discovered, dude, there's people that are, well, like yeah. old, oh, old, no boring ass people in their well, fucking eighties were remember, doing this like, shit. Uh, you know, Hasbro makes Ouija boards. Yes, uh, or Milton Bradley. I think Milton Bradley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but so like Ouija boards are created by like one of the biggest, you know, uh, game board manufacturers in the world. Yeah, uh, tarot decks are a huge, huge, huge business, and you have like companies like U.S. Games and Los, Los Garabo, I always get the name wrong, who who are like huge. You know, they make they they're million dollar companies making money off of tarot. Uh, so yeah, all of this stuff is, it's been heavily commoditized for a really, really long time. But I mean, part of that is kind of cool, right? Because it sort of points to the fact that it is something that is deeply ingrained into our culture. It's just something that, that a lot of folks want to ignore. Yeah. But it's part of us. This is who we are. Yeah. I just, I'm getting worried about like the commodification of it. I mean, I am some award, but like my more concern, my more concern is because I see people like kind of shitting on new people like, oh, you're mm-hmm. the first person to discover this. And it's like, 
every one of us thought we were the first person to discover this. Like, Edgelord Crowley is the <laughs> ultimate example of fucking, I'm the first one to discover this. I'm the first one to put this all together. It's like... He's like, I'm the first person who ever yeah, stuck a dick yeah, in an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Asshole fucking, like, all all of the... Every Greek philosopher fucking went over to Egypt and studied some weird-ass cat magic. Like, people have been doing this for thousands of years before you showed up. And, like, to try to get... Like, just... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff I just see on the internet where yeah. it's like... Get your head out of your ass. Like, you're not some special, like, you're not the, the Ultima Magus that's going to discover the thing. Like, no, yeah. it's just... It's, but at the same time, you know, every person is sort of a little bit of a special snowflake. Everybody is unique and has a unique experience in the world. And that's one of the... That's something that's actually, like, reflected in tarot. If you do, a, a, a like, a five-card tarot spread, that's probably going to be a unique spread that's never been done by anybody in the history yeah. of tarot. So... So yeah, like there, there's still a lot of unique and new stuff going on and you should revel in new discoveries that are your new discoveries. Just remember that it's probably like new to you doesn't mean new to everybody. Yes. That is, that is the point I'm trying to make. All right. Unique to you is beautiful and lovely, but don't think it's unique to the world because then you just sound like an ass and you're talking down to people. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, you know, this is a Christmas episode, so we should end on a positive note. Um, Santa Claus is a myth probably based on mushrooms. No, Santa Claus is Odin and probably based on mushrooms. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Odin was real. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everything is real. Even the false stuff. I mean, that is true. Um, oh, and here's here's uh, uh, another thing to, to end on. Okay. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I was just hoping I would come up with something funny. <laughs> and I got nothing. I just leave it. And here's the worst part about this. I could readily edit that out. I'm not gonna. Hey, you know what? Here's something to end on. If you guys love the Alex cast, oh, and if you guys love Alex and you want to, him to have a happy Christmas and a joyous new year, just remember that Christmas lasts for 12 days. And what you can do is you can sign up for his Patreon. And yeah. there's, there's going to be a link in the show notes, and, and, and you should totally do it. Because, on my website, it is uh, patreon.com slash alexcast. But, with two X's. With two X's. Thank you for that. But the reason I got excited was... Uh, Eric, I had a moment of pride earlier because Facebook reminded me about an early uh, Arnamancy podcast. Which one? I don't remember. Was I mean, it's only uh, the Arnamancy podcast isn't even a year old. So you were on the first episode of the Arnamancy. You were the first yes. episode. We recorded it right here. Um, yeah, it was some. Uh, no, maybe it was. It was a Mayo chemical. It was okay. some. It, it was a reference to the first Arnamancy. Like it was one of those kind of deals yeah, where. Yeah. May, it must have been My Alchemical Bromance. Because remember, we had an episode on My Alchemical Bromance. That was exactly what it was. The, but the point is, I had a moment of pride of like, oh, yeah, I kind of helped Eric start Ornamancy. Like, you would have done it anyway, but it's like, yeah. I was kind of there. I was you, like, you hey, you me, should bring, yeah. You gave me a really good nudge. And in fact, yeah. you you totally were like, we're recording the first episode here. So, yeah, you totally helped me start. Yeah. So, but I, I had that bone. Like, oh, ooh, I feel pride. It's not an emotion I'm used to. It's it's <laughs> it's right up there with love of this unfamiliar well, emotion. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for the help. Thank you for this awesome. I wasn't looking for thanks. Chris... I was trying. I was trying to plug you. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not, I don't care if you're looking for thanks. I'm giving you thanks out of gratitude. I have gratitude yeah. towards you, Alex. Your friendship is awesome. This whole Christmas episode has been super fun. The conversation's been great, and. Nintendo Mancy. Nintendo Mancy. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good.
Nessomancy. Arnomancy.com to find all your Arnomancy needs. He's got all sorts of things. There's an Arnomancy Patreon. Sign up for that shortly after you sign up for mine. And make sure to listen to the Arnomancy podcast available on all your podcatchers all over the internet. And uh, anytime you go to anybody's website, make sure to click on whatever various uh, links you can click on because it probably gives them money. Probably not because no one does it, but fuck it, do it. Let's let's be let's be caring in this in this beautiful, beautiful uh stolen holiday season click uh, on everybody's links uh happy uh what's what's uh, see we got happy hanukkah uh what is it uh, no what's the roman one i can't think of it saturnalia, saturnalia uh, yeah, happy also saturnalia. uh yeah. uh soul invictus soul, yeah, yeah, soul invictus. happy feast uh, yo soul invictus yeah uh, uh, yo, uh saturnalia. yo saturnalia uh happy hanukkah happy uh, uh kwanzaa Chag Sameach. uh also yeah kwanzaa that's oh ha- what's the what's the there's a muslim one around now too isn't there oh shit i don't even know it's hard to keep track of everything yeah you know what it's t- we're recording this on the eve of the solstice the solstice so enjoy more light yes. you're getting more light right now go outside don't clog up the hiking trails leave that for us winter people exactly but um and you know, remember that islam is like return to the jedi of the abrahamic religions yeah it's good but like you yeah, know let's face it empire was better you know what that just <laughs> so, makes no, sci- I'm just, I'm sorry scientology is so like the prequels <laughs> It's Scientology is so the fucking prequels. Yeah. And the Book of Mormon is like fucking Last Jedi where it's like, I mean, I recognize a lot of the stuff. I I mean, I don't really have a reason to hate it, but like, I don't really feel the need to care. <laughs> All right, so arnomancy.com for all, all right. your arnomancy needs. I love all you guys. Thank you very much for listening for another year. Inexplicably, the show is still going. So, yeah. um, uh, Merry... Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach. Yes, Baruch Adonai. Bye. <laughs>